Welcome to Wordy Wednesday, Domini. Thank you, thank you for sharing your wisdom. You've brought along two words. What are they? Mm-hmm. So the one is rasa, rasa and the other one is prana. Prana. So mm. what do both of those mean? And are they Hindi words? <clears throat> No, um, they're Sanskrit. So Hindi is just like a much more modern, modern, you know, um, language. But Sanskrit is like our ancient language um, in India. So yeah, they both come from scriptures. Actually, I'm not 100% sure about the prana, but I, I'm no. I think it definitely comes from scriptures. But rasa 100%. It yeah. comes from Nagashastra, which is um, if you look at it from the lens of art. But then you can also look at it from the lens of food, from Ayurveda, like health. Ah, um, so right. it's used kind of from both contexts, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. funky. Um, so should what is the best one to start with, I suppose, if we're going to dive into both of them and kind of weave them together in this yeah. episode? Um, let's start with rasa. Okay. Rasa is a good one. Rasa. Mm. What is rasa? Mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. is the uh, etymology of the word rasa? Do you know much about that? In yeah, so rasa, well, in, in its most literal way, it literally just means essence, flavor, mm. nectar, mm. juice of something. Like if you squeeze something, like the juice oh. of it. Um, literally, like that's what it means. Oh, that's so delicious. Yum. That's very, it also reminds me of digestion, if I think of it like that. Yes. Yeah, yes, so rasa yes, is yes, digestion. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. learning a lot. But, yeah, but it's kind of used in, and that kind of made me like really curious into the word because I'm an Indian classical dancer and we always talk about rasa. We always talk about, you know, like the ability to communicate the essence or the flavor of um, the emotion or mm. you know the, the setting the scene with the audiences um, so that's kind of the one side of it that's kind of how always I saw it and right. then when I got into Ayurveda um, because I work as a Vedic coach and then I was like hi in Ayurveda there's a huge emphasis on rasa which is the taste and you know like learning the flavors and I was like mm, so it's connected oh, okay <laughs> yeah it's not only the energetic essence of something no. which I believe is I- if we're talking in sentences, I guess the context of the sentence would be the essence, yes. right? The flavor, the rasa. Yes. And then also in Ayurvedic, there's that taste. So mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. wow, all intimately linked mm-hmm. in digestion. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, I think rasa is used... Um, just normally in India. So it's like rest of oranges, you know, like this like juice of orange. Oh. Yeah. So it's like also used very like, you know, it's not just a, a very particular word which people don't know. It's like mm. we just say rest, like, you know, rest of um, sugarcane or, yeah, you well, know, orange. It's, it's, so it's, very, like, it's like such a common word. So it's also used, a, it's a very common word, but it also has a very deep meaning if you actually look into wow. it. Mm. Yeah. And like, this is where the words shape our reality like you Mm -hmm. were saying so Mm -hmm. just being able to use that in context kind of gives a little bit more Mm -hmm. like flavor into the essence of what Mm -hmm. we're talking about even just juice like Mm -hmm. that's really it's such it's used so liberally you know like Mm -hmm. so spread out um Mm -hmm. which must really make digestion um 
indigestion is really important for diversity is what I've learned, right? Through Crohn's mm. and navigating mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. that's really to use that word so much in so di- like such diverse sentences and contexts would kind of make it, I don't know, almost not watery, but the meaning kind of sinks in, you know? in that way mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. noticing because if you're using mm-hmm. it in that context you know you're mm-hmm. not using it on, mm-hmm. in all these different ones it's still streamlined mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah and I think that also kind of ties into um, how um, Rasa is used in art so when you as like an Indian classical dancer or musician or even the literal like poetry so when you write it's like what's the essence of this art piece so um, we don't really see it as taste so it's not like oh is this um, musical note or like musical composition is signifying sadness or happiness but it's more about um, what is it making like audiences feel uh, which I feel like is a little bit deeper than emotions. It's it, like yeah. it's at the level of like the frequency, like the energy, like the energy of the, of the music. It and, is. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what is that energy, and how does it make you move? You know. Yeah, yeah. And how does it make you feel? So, like, we have eight rasas. Like, they're literally like mm-hmm. subtypes of like which I don't know all of them, but. Um, so you will have like Shingarasa, which is the love, um, you know, when you're, you know, any musical composition or art piece in which like you're signifying love and devotion. Mm-hmm. Um, then you would have um, Rodra, which is like anger. So, you know, Shiva. Shiva, yeah. Indian god Shiva. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like a lot of his thunder where it's like, you know, his third eye opens and it's like Rodra. So it's like anger and like signifying that many of hasya which is like the laughter and the lightness of it all um so like that there's like so many different oh, those um, different pathways mm, in with flavors the, yeah, yes flavors of rasa. yes oh my gosh and i i feel like if you were to create a embodiment piece like a dance piece around mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm, would look mm-hmm. very beautiful and you would also have like a lot of different tempos because tempo is also yes. added into that yes. right? into the flavor yes yes mm. yes yes so um from like Kathak perspective like Indian classical dance I do mm. so we have um rasa and then we have bhav so bhav is the state of mind so um let's say I'm signifying a story yeah. of um, in, in, through my through my dance piece. Yeah. It's between two lovers, yeah. let's say, you know, and that's like what I'm signifying. So it's not just about the understanding of the story, but it's also getting into the mindset of embodying the woman in the story or the man in the story or whatever, like, you know, you're embodying and really um, like calibrating your mind to the frequency of love. And then the essence just follows. Mm-hmm. The essence is like, the, the rasa is like the expression of that state of mind or state of embodiment. So it's like, kind of goes beyond just the understanding of it. Yeah, um, yeah because you're you're trying to make audiences feel something which they can't really put words on, you know? Yes. Um, which they can't really understand. It's like exactly what's happening, but I feel this or yeah. I feel, you know? And I think that's like, so so beautiful so like as an artist i feel like it takes you 
like beyond just the intellectual understanding and more into like your body that's it and it's like oh you know kind of yeah i love to always i love to think of when i'm in the body i describe things in analogies you know i say you know Mm -hmm. it feels like this Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. this and it's Mm -hmm. in the likeness of that that the 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 essence is really kept and respected and described and found because you cannot really ever touch that directly it's always just in likeness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh wow Oh my goodness. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love this word. And then from the perspective of like Ayurveda, I guess it's the it's the flavor and the taste. And then that kind of ties into the elemental imbalances. Like if you are imbalanced, like if you have too much fire in your body, then you should, you know, um, have more things which are sweeter. So not like literally sugar, but milk or yogurt would seen as a sweeter taste because it's not like salty or pungent or astringent. So it's like having those rasas to help you balance that elemental imbalance. So like it kind of like dives deeper into that's, into the food really and the digestion. Yeah, yeah. Like so if you're craving if you have these like rasa of different cravings would create yes. that that channel right mm-hmm. is that correct That's- mm-hmm. yep mm. yep so it's like for example um if you have been working a lot you would have a lot of fire element in your mind and in your body because you're just go 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 yeah. and then what you would find is that when you are in that moment or in in those block of times you crave certain flavors so it's actually like you're not craving certain foods but you're actually like craving spicy food or food which is like helping you like stay in that state of like you know excitement and like passion but you'll find when you're meditating and you're living a very meditative life you just crave different flavors like you crave much more simpler foods because you don't like the you know the invigorating spicy food when yeah. you are like meditating That's so it. it's like you know you're literally like you want to taste certain flavors is dependent on your state of mind yeah. so it's like mind-blowing it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. It kind of, i'm sitting here right now i'm like okay what did i feel like for breakfast why do i feel like fruit loops what is this representing you know? and like i get what you're saying too about the sweetness because it's not necessarily sugar but something i have been experimenting with is fermentation and so things yep. like sauerkraut it, mm-hmm. I love, I don't ever love, I can't eat it from the supermarket, mm-hmm. the sauerkraut stuff, mm-hmm. because I feel like it needs to be birthed. And one of the main mm-hmm. processes of it is fermentation mm-hmm. in bacteria mm-hmm. that you're always in. So if you're eating mm-hmm. like bacteria that's, you know, has these um, safe bacteria for the gut that clinically mm-hmm. we say is good, but mm-hmm. doesn't have your own essence, your own mm-hmm. rasa involved in it, it's very mm-hmm. much like, not as healthy or integrative to your body as mm-hmm. it would be, right? And so I've been mm-hmm. eating this sauerkraut and it's been getting sweeter and sweeter. I think I made it about mm-hmm. a week ago, but it was it started to get mold on the top of just like whipped it yeah. off, but that's mm-hmm. what you gotta do. And it's so sweet. So it satisfies mm. this sort of sweet craving. Um, mm. And something else mm-hmm. I have noticed is replacing the feeling of truth in my body whenever I'm Mm -hmm. craving sugar I'm like why am I what's going on emotionally Mm -hmm. 
and then mm-hmm. I kind of look at that like emotional yes. stuff, right? And yes. I'm like, yeah. Let's be a little bit honest. Let's bring some authentic honesty here. <laughs> is that truthful? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe not. You know, maybe it mm-hmm. is. But mm-hmm. then if I find that that moment of truth, that clarity, that kind of that word or the sentence that is that truth, mm-hmm. and I kind of come to that in the body. It satisfies. It kind of soothes this mm-hmm. craving mm-hmm. of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Is that is that yes, kind of yes, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. I actually didn't think of it, but yeah, you're you're exactly right because I feel the same way. Um, it's like when I'm working, like you know, focusing on my business a lot, mm. then what I find is like I crave certain foods, and I can see how it's a loop. You know, it's like you are working, you know, and then at the end of the day, you, I want something, you know, spicy or I want something like sweet. And it's like, is that really, you know, like, is that really what you want? Yeah. Is that actually like serving your night? Because now you're stopping to work and you're not going to work at the night. Like, do you really need that energy and, you know, that kind of relationship with food and saying it out loud and actually like looking at it truly changes. Like it changes <laughs> Yeah, because you are. Like, yeah, because you are like okay, um, like you've kind of like shown the light, and it also shows me actually very clearly. Um, I can tell you know by by talking to someone of like what kind of foods they eat because I can tell the kind of lifestyle they live, and I can tell the way they are talking and the, what the way they are you know showcasing, and I'm like I think I can pretty much tell like you yeah. know what what's your diet because um, diet is just you know based on your lifestyle and your state of mind and how you feel Um, and you can kind of track it like people who are very busy or people who are very you know like live very um, energetic like bodily energetic or athletes it's like what's their diet and it's not just about a linear progression from like they need to run 10 kilometers so they have to eat this much protein yeah. of course that's the part of it yeah. but there's so much more depth into it it's mm-hmm. like you know their body's literally craving those foods because they are vibrating at certain frequency because they're operating at that level right. of like um energy i was thinking yeah. about this this morning actually mm. kind of hit on something that i was wondering to myself so mm. i'm loving this loving these synchronicities <laughs> so <laughs> I reminded myself, I suppose, of like, even sitting around doing nothing, you're mm-hmm. still, your body's still working and pumping, so you need that mm-hmm. nutrients, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I'm having a busy day mentally and I'm sitting there with my business, mm-hmm. I'm doing all of this stuff and it's all very, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing things mm-hmm. physically with my body, mm-hmm. I also see this kind of pattern of Mm -hmm. craving these complex foods to kind of keep up with my mind right because and i i felt and this is where you feel exhausted or whatever like emotionally Mm -hmm. exhausted and everything like that Mm -hmm. doing singing and performing i don't know how it happens but you sing three songs and you're just like exhausted like um because you've got so much emotion going to it and and all of the things happening at the same time but even just mm-hmm. sitting there thinking a lot, you're using a lot of mm-hmm. brain power, and so you're needing to mm-hmm. really like build that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm wondering if there's a way in Ayurvedic medicine, I, like balancing all of these yes. like, concepts. Yes, 
Yes, yes. Parang and that, yeah. I think we can tie it to the next word from here, which is prana. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. That's so, perfect slide. This is like literally yes. the perfect slide. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's the entrance to the next word. Great. So prana basically means the vital life force. So, um, so for example, in India, if, if someone dies, we say the prana has left the body. So what that means is like that the life force has left the body yeah. and it's not there anymore. So <clears throat> well, there are two ways you can look at prana. But um, there is one way of when you're feeling, let's say, emotionally tired or exhausted or because you've like, you know, worked a lot. The one way is to go for just caffeine. That's what, you know, it's like coffee yeah. or chai. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like just give that, give that brain power and just like, you know, get into it. Yeah. Um, the second way is, of course, through foods. So, you know, you can um, just eat, you know, a particular nutrient um, categories of like food. I don't know. I don't see food that way, but, you know, yeah, you can right. have protein and you can have this and that. And then that would, but I believe you can actually open your sensory channels to receive more energy, um, not limited to just food. So that is the prana. Yeah, so it's not just the food, but the the colors of the food and the the crunchiness and the softness of the food and the 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 flavor balance in the food. You know, if it's pungent, like a little bit astringent and a little bit sour and a little bit salty, or you can go out and actually look at a tree, and you will feel energized because you're letting the prana, the life force, in through the through the sensory input of your eyes. Yeah, you can listen to certain music. Um, which will like invigorate you. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, it's it doesn't have to be like the way we see it in our society at the, at the moment, I feel it's like very catchy. If I'm tired, just drink this. Or if I'm tired, just eat this, you know? Instead, it's like, no, there's so many much more dimensions you can like kind of literally open up your senses and you can let the energy seep in through those ways and you will feel energized yes. like you will feel energized you know it's it's, it's not a no doubt if you if you're feeling tired while you're working even though you're sitting down and working it's like going out in the grass looking at a tree um having a food which is oranges and blues and you know yeah. like greens and bright colors bright colors and maybe listening to music which is like you know at a bit of a higher frequency like uplifting mm. frequency that is a great way to like let the energy in them just through the dimension of food or caffeine. Mm, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I love that too, mm-hmm. that, that you've mentioned that, because there are lots of different dimensions of allowing energy to kind of mm-hmm. fill us, you know, like mm-hmm. I was saying about that feeling of truth being mm-hmm. this, this sense of sweetness. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And the sweetness then, then mm-hmm. gave me more energy, gave mm-hmm. me energy to get mm-hmm. up and do these things. And this mm-hmm. is where we Feel free to follow along with more of our conversation in part two.